listening to SBS on the Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's a daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Friday, the 29th of October 2021. Uh, later, the markets are really bracing themselves for an earlier-than-expected interest rate hike. The market was battered today. We'll tell you more in a few moments. But first, one of the world's biggest social media companies is undergoing a name change. The parent company of Facebook, which is also called Facebook and operates other apps like Messenger, Instagram, WhatsApp and Oculus, has changed its name to Meta. Now, the Facebook social media site used by nearly 3 billion people every month will stay as is. Now, the company says it's part of a revamp to develop a virtual world, but others say it's a way of shifting focus from recent controversies. So to find out more, Danielle Robertson spoke with the former Facebook Australia CEO, Stephen Sheeler. I think Facebook is trying to look to the future, and in a way, it's the distant future. It's not in the next five years. It's more 10, 15, 20 years. And they're saying that there's there's going to be something beyond the internet as we know it and beyond the what are called the computing platforms as we know them, which are the, the screen that you're on or the, the screen in your hand. And Facebook believes there'll be a world where there's virtual reality, augmented reality, mixed reality. So, you know, we, we don't just, you know, look around us and we see the things we see today. We'll see other things too. There'll be other things and, and beings and avatars and bots and things we're interacting with and our experience will be very different in that world. So Facebook's trying to kind of prepare themselves and the company to move into that future. And as you mentioned, it's quite a while away, maybe 10 or 15 years of some of the things in the, um, in the uh, release were quite, um, you know, seem like it's not going to happen next week. Um, How far ahead are they sort of planning? Is it 15 years, even longer? When can we see some of this come to fruition? I think in some ways, it's some of these things are already coming to fruition. So if you look at uh, the investments companies like Facebook and Microsoft and Google and others have made into virtual reality, augmented reality, um, they put a lot of money into it. There are, you know, there's devices today that virtual reality devices, which are pretty amazing. You put them on and you get in some, you get some amazing experiences. And if you're a gamer or you're in certain industries, um, you know, VR and AR is coming into your everyday life. And, and a lot of gaming environments are very immersive and very, um, you know, kind of multidimensional. There's been some movies about this too recently. Uh, Ready Player One was, was one of those films recently. It takes you kind of into that world. Uh, so in a sense, it's happening already. But on the other hand, um, you know, there's, there's a couple of billion iPhones on the face of the earth today. And that's how most people engage with the internet. And the internet today is not the metaverse for most of it, it's, it's, it's the internet. Um, and so that's a, many people believe that's a very good technology. The iPhones are going to be hard to displace um, or smartphones because they are so useful and they're so simple and they work today and you don't need special goggles or glasses. You just have it in your hand. So it could be a, a while before we see, you know, thousands and millions and let alone billions of these devices on earth. And I think until then, the metaverse won't be an everyday occurrence for most people in the world. But, you know, I could be wrong. It could happen faster, but, you know, we'll have to see how it plays out. And do you have any comments at all on on the timing of this rebranding? Like, why is it now? Um, Obviously, Facebook's facing a bit of scrutiny at the moment. Is there thoughts on why they've decided to change it this minute or announce it anyway? (laughs) I mean, the cynical would say, and there's some people that know more than I do about Facebook 
would say that this was a hasty uh, decision that this wasn't long planned for a long term and they've, or it was something they were thinking about, but they, they brought it forward in order to kind of distract some of the conversation from some of the bad, you know, the bad news that Facebook's been, been generating. I, I don't know if that's true or not. Um, I, I do know that it, when I was at Facebook uh, and I left uh, about four years ago, uh, Facebook was already talking about not so much the metaverse, but they were talking about the future after the iPhone. They were talking about virtual reality and, and augmented reality. They had made big investments in that space already a few years ago. So I'm sure that Mark has been thinking about, you know, how do we reposition the company for this future? And maybe they just, you know, they, they, they made the announcement a little sooner than they thought because of the press they've been having recently. Daniel Robertson there speaking with the former Facebook Australia CEO Stephen Sheila. Now to the Australian share market, which fell pretty hard today. The S&P ASX 200 down by 1.4%. And it comes on a day where more economists bring forward their expectations for the first interest rate rise from the Reserve Bank. Remember, the RBA doesn't expect the uh, first interest rate rise to happen until 2024. But we had some pretty strong inflation numbers out this week. And now NAB has become the latest to say it expects rates to start rising from mid-2023. The interesting thing about what it says is that it expects an aggressive series of rate rises up to 2% by the end of 2024. Uh, the markets also think so. There's been a, a bit of action on the bond market. So for more, I spoke earlier with uh, Think Markets analyst Carl Kapalinga. Well, a couple of main factors today driving markets lower. In fact, uh, all but one sector in the red today. Healthcare was the only one that got out with a gain. Uh, ResMed, better than expected quarterly report. They announced their results in the US. But the rest of the market's being dragged down, unfortunately, by uh, interest rate concerns. Once again, uh, this is coming back into the market. We've got uh, short-term rates in particular have spiked over the last sort of 24, 48 hours. And that's because the Reserve Bank has moved away from its previous position of, of trying to keep those rates very, very low. So the Reserve Bank has been uh, buying these short-term bonds with a view that uh, buying, bidding up the prices of those bonds would keep yields down. Of course, when uh, bond yields are down, tends to flow through to the rest of the economy by keeping uh, interest rates for us borrowers lower. So they've moved away from that position over the last 48 hours. It has surprised the market a little bit. That has sent those yields uh, soaring. Uh, Longer-term yields were on the way up anyway, and that's on the back of you know, worse than expected inflation data coming out during the week. So stocks typically don't like uh, higher yields. Um, you know, it makes it, uh, you know, they're, they're less, there's a less favourable comparison uh, back to bonds, but also it does increase borrowing costs for businesses. Uh, that, in, that reduces profits and potentially uh, flows back to us consumers where we might not spend as much money as well. So um, a few things going on there. The other thing I would say is iron ore prices have dipped again. We're back below that psychological uh, $120 US uh, a ton in Singapore that's dragging on, uh, you know, BHP, Rio and Fortescue. Um, uh, but otherwise, look, it's mainly about rates this week, unfortunately. OK, so uh, if the market's starting to bet we'll see rates rise sooner than expected, right? What are you expecting to come out from the Reserve Bank when it meets next week? Because there's a meeting, but then there's also the statement on monetary policy as well, isn't there? Yeah, well, look, I mean, if today's uh, sort of 
switch, uh, you know, it's probably come at an opportune time in that we don't have to wait too long to hear what the Reserve Bank's thinking. So if it, if it was weeks away, I think markets would be more concerned. But the fact we're going to get an update as soon as Tuesday, I think, is a positive for the market. So we'll only have to wait uh, one day on Monday. And um, obviously, there's uh, there's a public holiday in, in part of the country there. So hopefully, the, the impact on markets will be, will be mitigated. Tuesday's the big day. We do expect now that the Reserve Bank will step away from what we call this uh, yield curve control where they're targeting those uh, shorter rates. Probably what they're going to do is instead of uh, targeting a single point, that 0.1%, they may widen that. They may say, look, we're going to go to between 0.1% and 0.5%. That's possible. Uh, They may go even higher. Um, But Look, I think they're going to reiterate this idea that um, whilst some of these um, short-term stimulatory measures are going to be unwound, and I think the market knew that that was going to happen, rates uh, probably won't uh, take off uh, still until, I think they'll still reiterate that, you know, late... 2023 at the very earliest, I mean, they had said 2024, markets are bringing forward those expectations into 2023. I've even heard some analysts uh, call for 2022. So I think, you know, to sum it up, it, it's, it's going to be how soon the Reserve Bank changes their position on when those interest rates are going to lift off and markets will be really uh, keen off, off that date if we get one. Hopefully we get one. Yeah, I think the Commonwealth Bank was one of the most aggressive. They're predicting November 2022 is what they said yesterday. Um, corporate reporting season continues in the US. Apple and Amazon came overnight with some numbers. Any overarching themes? Well, look, overall, US um, earnings season uh, has been tracking along pretty well. You know, most companies are beating expectations, but the commentary looking forward. So that's the part. The commentary looking forward is what everybody's hanging on. And unfortunately, we are starting to see more and more companies warn of these concerns about these, you know, supply chain disruptions. So Apple, quite correctly, you said, uh, came out last night and they said that uh, this uh, chip shortage is still a major issue for, for them. And, and many uh, market analysts had thought that we'd largely got this chip shortage behind us. It's it's still a problem. There are just uh, just general disruptions in terms of getting their product out to market. Uh, the other big one, I think, was Amazon, who said, and this is probably the most worrying item was that uh, labour shortages are now starting to lead to um, wage increases. And of course, that's something that the Federal Reserve in America will be paying a lot of attention to because uh, if wages start to rise at a rate that they're not happy with, then they'll almost be forced to come back and have to do something on the interest rate side as well. And we are incidentally going to get an update from them on Thursday. So a massive week next week, RBI on Tuesday and the Federal Reserve on Thursday. Carl Kapalinga there from Think Markets. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision. (laughs) 